Want legendary service from a financial institution you can trust? Whitney Bank has you covered with nearly 200 locations across the Gulf South. So stop by today. Learn more at HancockWhitney.com. Member FDIC. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers Comp. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and director of the award-winning Birkenrode Reports. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. To some extent, we're all a product of our environment. Living in New Orleans gives us a rich background to draw on for inspiration. There's the geography of the crescent in the Mississippi River. There's the music that comes from here, the history we've lived through, Spanish, French, Caribbean, African, the hurricanes we've battled to stay here. All these things find their way into our everyday lives, into works of art, and into products inspired by life in New Orleans. Products that anywhere else might be as nondescript as coffee and ice cream take on a new dimension in New Orleans. Adrian Simpson, creator of New Orleans ice cream with flavors like Chocolate City and Mardi Gras pie, has joined forces with another New Orleans icon, Cool Brew Coffee, to form a new company, American Cold Brew. American Cold Brew is making cafe on a stick, gourmet ice cream, and real frozen coffee, as the name implies, on a stick and in the freezer at the grocery store. Adrian, we first met you years ago when you just started New Orleans Ice Cream. Welcome back to Out to Lunch. Thanks for having me. There is nothing more simple than a ring. It's technically just a slice of a cylinder that slips onto your finger, but rings, jewelry, handbags, and other fashion items can be imagined and designed in any number of ways, including being inspired by New Orleans. Ashley Porter is owner of the jewelry and fashion accessory company Porter Lions and a designer whose inspirations come from experiences as diverse as voodoo and alligators. But the appreciation of Ashley's designs is not limited to our local environs. Uh, Ashley's pieces are in stores in California and New York, as well as the French Quarter, and they adorn women you may know, like Cameron Diaz, Jennifer Lawrence, Taylor Swift, and more. Woo. Ashley, welcome out to lunch. Thanks for having me. <laughs> now, Adrian, putting good quality ice cream and good quality chocolate on a stick is not a new idea. The Dove Bar started as far back as 1956, but as far as I know, nobody has tried this concept with good quality coffee. Uh, given the amount of coffee Americans drink and the fact that Starbucks has turned coffee into a mass market specialty item, it's surprising that nobody before you has thought of putting real iced coffee on a stick. I'm interested to know how you came up with the idea, but I'm also wondering, how do you stop a larger manufacturer from swooping in and stealing this, like M&M Mars who make Dove Bar? Can you copyright or patent coffee on a stick? Well, you've done more homework than we did. Uh, when <laughs> Not we a good started. sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of the idea, an idea is out there. It's very difficult with food, um, as in the, with a, a lot of other products as well. Once it's in the realm of things, it's in the realm of things. It's the same with ice cream. You can't patent vanilla ice cream because vanilla ice cream is vanilla ice cream. In terms of intellectual property behind it and names behind it and our branding behind it, yes, we can certainly attempt to do that. 
but we do want to attract the attention of the big boys. We um, eventually would like them to buy us. Oh yeah, It'll yeah. Be the, the ultimate goal. In terms of the idea with this, it, it was a very, very naturally progressive idea uh, between myself and a close friend when we came up with this. And my was chef, this um, the two of you at a, at a bar? Is that yes, how? Okay, absolutely. That's yeah, where I mean, the great things occurred. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeff and um, Jeff McCrory, who owns uh, Cool Brew Coffee. New Orleans Coffee Company and myself have been friends for years. I, in fact, actually worked for Cool Brew Coffee when I first came to America. Oh. So we were sitting around a bar, chatting away, <laughs> saying how much we used to enjoy working together and how much fun we used to have and then we should really do something together. And the logical one really is, I own an ice cream company, he owns a coffee company, so let's try and merge them together. So it wasn't exactly a Willy Wonka rocket science <laughs> idea. It was just like, do we put the ice cream on the outside and the coffee in the middle, or do we put the coffee on the outside and the ice cream that in the middle? That took six drinks and right that, there. So yeah, they, and Jeff being Jeff, he went away, and um, you know, I'm one of those guys like, Jeff, go on then, go in, into that room over there and come back in two days and bring it back. And he does that. That's what he's very good at. He's like a little food Einstein, isn't he? He'll build it back. And he, <laughs> built, he built his little coffee rocket and came back to us and said, when we went, wow, that's great. Now, the idea for me is to make it more palatable. So that's where we came up with the, the ice cream in the middle. And the ice cream in the middle is fantastic ice cream. It's as good as ice cream gets. And we didn't, we didn't cheapen it. We didn't go with a dairy dessert. We went with the best product we could possibly do. And this is what we did with all the product that we did as well. We use Cool Brew Coffee, which is a concentrated cold brewed coffee, which is the best type of iced coffee you can get. I mean, you're taking all the acids out, you're taking all the, all the bitterness out, and we use a fair trade version of coffee as well. We use a, lots of sugar in there, by the way, and again, that's all fair trade sugar. And, and then the ice cream is an all natural ice cream with different flavorings in there as well. And the idea is just another vehicle or another method to get your coffee inside you. And then, <laughs> so, um, if you're in the morning and you're rushing around and on your way to making some jewelry, and I notice you're drinking coffee here at lunch. really so. target marketing this oh, yeah, right exactly. next to our so other guest. You're running away and running around and you think, oh, and it's New Orleans, for instance, in the summer. Rather than, you know, you're either going to have a choice. You make Cool Brew, which is a great product, and use that and keep buying that, everyone. Or you stop at Starbucks and pay $96 for a thimble full of probably coffee. You've overpriced a little bit. Go on. Yeah. Is that <laughs> well, I'll say no offense to Starbucks, but they can cope. But at, um, the, at the end of the, or you can just stop by your freezer, reach in, and you can look at our TV commercial that we did where you reach in and it's a coffee house in your freezer. And you have a range of flavors. Pick the one that you want from the Noir, which is just plain coffee, no ice cream in. That's for people who are probably coming down off crack or something. That's, that's, <laughs> Another that's great a, market, Adrian. The, uh, <laughs> now, Ashley, you're a very rare individual in the fashion business. I know, you've, all you can think of now is these little bars, right? I know, these, my uh, morning routine is already changing. I can see it. <laughs> Not only are you a talented designer and a creative person, but you also have a graduate degree in marketing and finance from Tulane. It's not often you find those two skills coexisting in the same brain. Uh, most creative designers need a business partner. What was the order of events in your case? Did you know all along that you wanted to be in fashion but needed business skills, or were you on a business track and decide to get off and go into fashion? I always knew I loved creating something with my hands. That gave me the greatest satisfaction rather than getting an A on a finance exam right. or anything uh, you know, academically. Um, and so when 
uh, I went through school, I was kind of on this business track, but I always had that love of fashion and design uh, in Were my heart. Were you making stuff? I was, yeah. I was actually an art studio minor. So I took glass blowing at Tulane, uh, printmaking when I went to Stanford for Katrina semester, and always kind of was dabbling in photography. Wow. All while I was at school. And who's, I uh, should ask you, who's Lyons? Lyons is my grandma's maiden name, and she was from New Orleans. Ah. And her family lineage dates back here to the 1860s. Wow. Yeah. A lot happened that decade. You started out, though, uh, making belts with exotic leathers here. Is that? I did. Yeah. yeah, I started out, my business plan was actually written to do exotic skin belts. But on my flight back to New Orleans, I was sitting next to... Uh, I think he was a venture capitalist. He was like, I know an alligator guy. I got a guy. And I was like, well, I need this guy. So he sent me down to cut off Louisiana. And I met Tab Petrie, my alligator uh, vendor. And I went and saw all of the different skins that he had and alligators frozen in this huge freezer. And that was my alligator hookup for well, the beginning part of the Hopefully not the same the freezer Adrian's trying to get brand. those sticks in. But okay. <laughs> hopefully not. I don't think that would pass <laughs> FDA. And then from there, you kind of branched off into jewelry. Is that the next step? Yeah, so when I was sourcing alligator, um, I found these bones along the horn back of the skin. So when you see the alligator pop sure. up, you see all the ridges. And I took a hide, put it in hydrogen peroxide, and was left with these beautiful bones, which became my first collection. Wow, how do you explain these out in California? It's, it's difficult. You get a lot of uh, upturned noses sometimes from <laughs> talking about killing alligators. But yeah, I do have to ask you something. <laughs> they, you know, you, you have your own stores, and you also sell them in other people's stores. Now, that can get to be tricky, right? Well, it's called wholesale, so it can That's be... That's a smart a move, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, called wholesale, and in the fashion business, it's kind of... Uh, very common to do that. So would you, I know you've got your place in the quarter, would uh, any other place nearby sell your your jewelry? Yeah, they would, but we would do all the same pricing oh, okay. for the customer. All right. So it would Is be that, all, that, yeah. that's the way it. Uh, that's the way it ought to be. That's the way it works. It ought to be. <laughs> they, uh, um, now, did you, you, know, you actually grew up in Northern California, but you had these family roots here. Is that what kind of brought you back? Uh, I actually got a scholarship to run cross country at Tulane. Adrian, you came to Louisiana for the same reason. Why, weren't you a soccer player at LSU? Yeah, I actually was an exchange student, played some soccer at LSU and had a lot of fun there. Um, probably too much fun at LSU, but um, from what <laughs> I can remember of it anyway. <laughs> and actually, after LSU, I got a job as a roofer and helped build the roof at Tulane. So I did go to Tulane for a while, if you count me on the outside, like... <laughs> Banging nails into a roof and slates and all that. So now, people are going to know from your accent that you're from the Ville Platte area. Yeah, I'm from West Wego. West Wego, that'll be. <laughs> where, where actually are you from? Liverpool in England. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Peter Raschuti. I'm talking with Adrian Simpson, co-creator of the new ice cream and coffee treat on a stick called Cafe Bar and designer and owner of the store and label Porter Lions, Ashley Porter. Ashley, you actually had uh, a deep feeling for... Uh, what was happening in the environment here and the coastal loss and such. So yes, that was I part did. of your story. Yeah, I always uh, have believed that as a company, uh, you should do something greater than just your products and that you should help serve the community. And when I heard about the wetlands being lost, uh, half a football field every 15 minutes, I was just outraged. So I partnered with CRCL, uh, the Coalition to Restore Coastal Louisiana, 
and gave 5% of my proceeds the first three years I was in business to them. And we raised quite a bit of money for them. And Ashley, you're a d designer. What made you make that decision to open a retail outlet? That's a big move. That was in my business plan, actually. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was going to come at year five, but we hit it a little early. And we found the perfect place in the quarter. And I think it's so important to have that customer interaction. Where is it in the quarter? It's on Toulouse and Rural, 631 Toulouse Street. Okay, what's a bar next to the... Oh, hey, it's in between the Dungeon and One-Eyed Jacks. Gotcha. My two favorite <laughs> bars, there actually, in the Yeah, quarter. great bars. The Dungeon, you don't go to them till midnight, right? That's kind of one of those places. I mean, maybe 1 a.m. Yeah, 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 that's... Uh, Definitely after, into the next morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adrian, how are you distributing this? Because first of all, everybody at this table wants to know where to buy it, so. Yeah, um, we, we have distributors. Um, locally, we have a company with a called CRC Nola Brands who distribute this to local grocery stores. Um, do a great job for us around the city here. Uh, the rest, oh, the food's just arrived. Looks delicious, by the way, thank you. <laughs> it does. Um, the um, nationwide, we have a couple of uh, distributors as well, one called Cahey, uh, who takes us from basically from New York to California, and also another company, UNFI, which is a natural foods distributor as well. But is it, is it available just where I would find the New Orleans ice cream? No, it's, well, it's kind it's, of a separate... It's, it's actually, it's considered a novelty, and the New Orleans ice cream is considered ice cream. So it'll, it'll be in the same area in the freezers, but just a little bit further down, you'll see a row of the the black boxes and the dark, mysterious boxes, the way we've, we've marketed it. Um, but now you're but thinking it, of putting Ashley on the, the cover. Yes, <laughs> definitely. So good we were talking about putting some jewelry in it, like Willy Wonka's. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Be nice. Every tenth box would have something in it. You'd be broken about the three weeks. The golden <laughs> necklace. That's a yeah. good idea. Oh, we should do it like every thousand boxes. Uh, yeah, yes, I think Or just a coffee baby. brooch or something, a cafe bar little brooch. little necklace with a coffee bean. Nice one. Oh, and then we could donate some of the proceeds to Fair Trade. Yeah, let's do it. Fair Trade. I'm in. Collaboration. Or just go to one eye Jacks and spend it ourselves. <laughs> now, you know, I, Adrian, when we first talked about you starting out with the ice cream, it really was what we think of in a new product. I mean, you were knocking on doors at yeah. the local grocery stores and such, but this, now that you've done that, this was able to fly out a lot faster. Yeah, absolutely. It was, um, we, with the ice cream very much, and the cool brew as well before that, it was very much a case of making it up as we went along in terms of trying to build a brand and the right people to speak to and gather attention with it. And now, you, we were fortunate enough with this product where we had a situation where we, we knew who to ask and we knew which doors to knock on first of all before that. So we, before we actually even made it, we were showing it to people and saying, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And very fortunate, and it's always our dumb luck anyway, with myself, with myself and Jeff, um, cool brew coffee and cold brew coffee is now the biggest trend in that industry. So we were going and approaching these uh, large retailers like Albertsons or Vons and Pavilion right, in California, California. You know, Safeway. Safeway. And they were like, wow, you're ahead of the trend and we're, we're walking in, you know, like <laughs> New Orleanians sort of thing. And we're like, so far behind, we're ahead. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it's always like, our so, claim. Yeah, we meant this, yeah, we meant this. We've only been, Jeff's only been doing it for like 30 years and suddenly he's trendy. So it's like, <laughs> well, it was it's like your sneakers coming back into fashion or something that you kept in the wardrobe. <laughs> right, back. right. Oh, you know, it's... Um, now, even the boxes themselves, do they say New Orleans on them? No. Actually, let me ask you, how, what was the... What, Starting your own business, what ended up being the hardest part of it? Delegating. Uh, I am a perfectionist, so learning what tasks to distribute to different coworkers was probably the most difficult 
and, challenge and I these, face. These coworkers, is this somebody who's helping you on the design side or the people that are run retail? Or? No, mostly the people, the sales staff that I have um, and people uh, that are helping me scale. So my production manager, uh, as well as my daily operations officer who deals with you know, the daily tasks that just need to happen to run a business. Yeah, they, uh, what would they, what wor one word would they use to describe your management style? Mine? Yeah. Ooh, that is a good question. Hmm, probably one word. Um, oh, a couple words. Passionate. Passionate, okay, that's passionate. not a bad word. Yeah. There's, uh, you know, dictator-like would be a bad No, I'm definitely not a dictator-like. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Just say I awesome, do. and they, they don't agree fire awesome. them. <laughs> <laughs> now, Adrian, people get mad if I don't ask this. How many calories are in one of these things? 96 million. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> not true. <laughs> it's unlike the... Uh, That's a good idea, though. Start high and then, you know, yes, then you make people break, feel break better. The, mm -hmm. break, it, break it gently to you. It's actually uh, the very, very good for you, nine cents. It's all natural. 150 calories. Oh, that's not bad. That's so not bad it's at all. part of a controlled diet. You know, you're not, if, you, if you're trying one of the coffee shop, uh, la, you know, uh, frappuccinos or one of those, you're looking at like 62 million for that, aren't you? But um, you're not allowed to eat anything for about three weeks after <laughs> one of them. This <laughs> is part of a calorie controlled diet. 150 is good. The one, the Noir one, which I was saying was for recovering crack addicts, is, um, <laughs> is about 70. Because that's got no ice cream. And what about sugar? Oh, there's lots of sugar. Yeah. But it's um, calorific, calorie-wise, it's it's 150. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's not going to rot your teeth, but it's good. You know. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's fair trade sugar as well. And we make oh, good. Sure all right. Yeah. So that good. Yeah. And no sweeteners. Would appreciate that. Yeah, all it's natural. That's all good. natural. Now, actually, step us through something. You design something, uh, and then you make a kind of first copy of it. Is that? Yeah, prototype. Prototype. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then where does it? And if you like it, where does it go from there? So typically, my design process uh, begins with a sketch. So. Uh, I will take on like a different topic or inspiration inspired by a different aspect of New Orleans culture. And, uh, Give just, us an example. Yeah. Um, for example, my most recent collection that I'm working on right now is inspired uh, by Veve, which are the ritual symbols they use in the voodoo religion. And oh. so when you want to summon a different loa. You want to look good and put a curse on somebody. This <laughs> is the... Uh, <laughs> well, we do all good juju oh, at good. Porterline. Good juju. That's Only good juju. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll sketch all these different shapes, and once I come to uh, a design I like, I will either carve it out of wax or I will 3D model it uh, on the computer. And then from there, I will send it to my casting house, and they will uh, make a silicone mold out of it, and then they will, you know, put it through a centrifuge with metal, and then we'll polish it, and then we'll have our first piece. You use New Orleans as your inspiration for most of your jewelry, though. Yeah, every collection's inspired by it's different like me with the ice cream. I mean, it we're is. very lucky living here that we live in a city that pretty much you can tap into all of that, and it never ends. You know, I'm going to ask you both this question. Do you ever make something, like either a new flavor or a piece of jewelry, where you think it's terrific, and it turns out it doesn't sell or all the time all the time all the time, all the time. absolutely and, uh, all the stuff i um with the ice cream all the stuff that i thought was great sells the least and the stuff that <laughs> i wasn't too keen on and i make the stuff wasn't and i wasn't too keen on it was uh, is a bestseller so the lesson in that is just don't trust yourself as well. don't <laughs> and what no, about yourself Ashley? same kind of thing you've had yeah, others that didn't work sometimes the most uh 
some of the designs that I feel like, oh, you know, I'll just try this, and I'm not super passionate about it, will become my number one bestseller because of their simplicity. And then the designs I work on that are really editorial and beautiful and showstoppers, you know, sell the least. What, and, so and basically, we both don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> but when you sum it up, though, you're business people first, so you. If you have something that doesn't sell, even though you like it, you're just going to make more of the stuff that sells, right? Of course, yeah. you got to yeah. follow the profit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's working? We might not know what we're doing, but we're not idiots. <laughs> 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 what a great way to stop the show. This uh, to wrap it up. We often note that New Orleans is different from other parts of the country, and it certainly is. When we say that, though, we're usually referring to various aspects of our lifestyle: music, restaurants politics and attitude, so it's interesting to see New Orleans' uniqueness reflected in ways you might not normally expect, like ice cream and fashion. Ashley and Adrian, it has been a fun and illuminating conversation. I look forward to keeping up with you and your growing businesses. Thank you both for taking the time today to join me on Out to Lunch. My pleasure. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Ashley Porter, designer and owner of Porter Lions, and Adrian Simpson, co-founder and partner at American Cold Brew. You can find out more about Ashley's fashions and jewelry and Adrian's frozen confections by following the links on our websites. It's neworleans.com and www.no.org. Our show is recorded live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday, with live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our researcher is Mr. Matthew Ellison. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. Mitchell's music is available wherever great jazz is sold, streamed, or stolen, and at MitchellForeman.com. You can get this show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows. You can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, WWNO and itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we look like, who doesn't? You can find photos from this show on our website and Facebook page. These photos were taken today by Allison Moon. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Commander's Palace for more business, New Orleans style, on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. Additional support comes from Luba Workers Comp. Want legendary service from a financial institution you can trust? Whitney Bank has you covered with nearly 200 locations across the Gulf South. So stop by today. Learn more at HancockWhitney.com. Member FDIC.